Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Corey Rosen, and you're listening to The Story Podcast. Today, I have on a super awesome guest. Before we get into that, if you would really like to support what I do, please be sure to check out the shop. We have some merchandise, we got stickers, and we got hoodies and t-shirts with the first 50 guests on the back. Today, I have on Mr. Jess Kanzi. Jess Kanzi, a.k.a. Yeah. Jesse Cannon has is a live host and podcast host for U Street Meeting Company out of Lancaster, formerly TCP. He has signed with them in 2018. Kanzi started off as an artist performing and marketing without much return. Audio engineering came into play as an option as he realized he had to figure out how to get more money than he was putting out. Kanzi went to school for audio engineering. However, that didn't really work out. But it was always something that he really wanted to do. Through the guidance of a legendary producer and engineer, Frank Franchise, he learned the skills he needed to start thriving as a mixing engineer under the substantial tag cadence. It's Candy Daddy. This role not only brought him income, but it opened up the door for him to work with artists like Nova, Echo, OTH, Cassidy, and many more. Candy is a personality without much filter on his tongue which really opened the door for radio hosting. While preparing for an event in Philly to accompany OTH, Kanzi met the 610 radio owner through a local promoter. He was offered a spot immediately. His show started off as Coffee with Kanzi in the morning, but then the show ended up being called Boss Talk during the midday rush with another host, Savage K. Boss Talk opened the door to host many concerts for Casanova, Jim Jones, Gilly the Kid, Cypher Sounds, and many more. After a while, U Street Media took over Boss Talk, and Kanzi has been with them ever since. You can check out Jess and his projects on Instagram at Comedy, on Facebook, Jesse Cannon, and TikTok, Just Cans Comedy as well. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. So what was it as as a child, or what what inspired you to get into the arts, to be a creative? What was it? You know what? Everybody always starts from there, like, kid or I don't know it's just I just I watched um Michael Jackson's like American Dream you ever see that show with the Jackson 5 have, yeah yeah I watched that as a kid I don't know I was a big Michael fan art and music was just something I always was into so something it didn't really start when I was a kid it kind mm-hmm. of got into it more when I was like into my teens and things of that nature I was just a kid when I was a kid you know I wasn't doing anything too spectacular or anything of that nature Kind of got thrown into it as my parents when I was like seven into like live speaking and stuff like that and things like this like church, mm. you know church. That's where it really came into. That's where everything really got started. To be honest with you, church. So what all did you do? Uh, when I was like a kid. Yeah. So I, when I was like seven, I gave this Daniel in the Lions Den speech in front of like a crowd of like two hundred people in the congregation. That was like the first time I was like seven. That was that. That was that. That must be scary. You know. I've never been that guy. No. No. I, when I, even when the show's now, I don't, it's not a matter of nerves. It's a matter of positive thinking, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's like, I don't, I think about what can go wrong. Like, oh, what if the mic goes down? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh man. You know, I don't think of like, oh, I'm going to walk on the stage and like, you know, a thousand people are about to boo me. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you know what I mean. I, I I worked I worked darn hard. You know I don't think that's about to happen. But right. you know you never know. But uh, I did like fraternity stepping in church when I grew up too. So I was growing yeah. up when I was like uh, from eleven to sixteen. I did that. So we did that. It was a pretty big thing. You put yourself in big crowds, and then I played sports. So it's kind of like the lights have been on. 
Mm. So I've, I don't know. It's just that crowds aren't really like my fear factor. That's great. You know, put me put me in a crowd of ten thousand. Thank you. I'm blessed to be here. <laughs> you know Fair what enough. I mean. So that's where it comes down to. So what? When did you start getting into the more creative arts? You talked about uh, being an artist. Like 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 artists like music. Music, comedy, whatever. So music came into play more so when I was maybe like fourteen. Started uh, rapping, I guess. Or what I thought it was rapping, stuff like that. So that wasn't really always my thing. Production, boards was always my thing, like mm. in the back of my head. But I needed a way in, and with no skill, you know, everybody's messing with you. It's just what it is. So I had to really like grind, grind my way in. I'm gonna be honest with you. I had to grind my way in. Start making songs. Start trying to make beats. That was me through high school. I remember the first time I brought somebody from high school to listen to my beats. That was it. Was like. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll see you later. I was like, oh, man. My mom was there and everything. Like, got to go harder. You know? So that was that was the young ages. You know? That was, that's where everything started. I did that. I started, I was rapping until I was about, what, 24, 25? To be honest with you, I got caught up one night and I ended up doing like a 30-day stay in jail. And I got to realize how to flip mm. the game. I got to realize I'm spending thousands on music video, marketing, people putting stuff on iTunes. Uh, how can I make money without being famous now? That's the game. That yeah. was the trick. I had 30 days to think about it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I had 30 days to think about it, buddy. <laughs> yep. So I was like, overall, um, I went to school for uh, to audio, the Art Institute of Philly. Mm. But I'm going to be honest, I effed that up quick. <laughs> Came right back. So I had to figure out what I was going to do when I got home. I'm spending so much money on music, rapping. <sighs> I got a studio. There's two studios in my home at the time. I'm going to start mixing music again. I'm going to try to get mm. into the mix game and the production end of it to get money back. Now, I don't expect to make thousands right away. It's just kind of how life played out that got me my shot. You know what I mean? So that's how that played off from going to rap into producing. I also had a group at the time, like we were a mass of us. So Spider at the time made eight of us. I didn't need the rap. We needed right. a producer. Right. We needed somebody who's gonna push the back end. Hey, yo. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, sir. <laughs> but that's how that played out, to be honest with you. Long story short. So that's what the rapping transitioned from rapping to like uh production then the the whole it's Kansy daddy thing that's funny how that played out <laughs> so was it a bunch of just learning on your own and uh trial through fire well yeah so it was yeah it's a matter of just trial and error because trust me you know, the beats were horrible my raps were okay i just knew how to, to do stuff like that it was a matter of pushing i had a management that knew how to put me in positions like travel Staying in the city, people want their city quick. People are more followers than leader. It's a, it's a whole like a neurological programming thing. Like mm -hmm. you move out the city and you start making moves, it's a facade to social media. So you'll see it. You'll say, oh my God, he's, he's in Ohio performing? Huh. He's in Philly performing? Huh. He's in New York performing? But in your head, right? You might not like him as an artist, but you'll be like, God darn, he's working hard. He's, yeah, he's, he's moving, he's moving, he's moving. Oh my gosh, he's moving. You get a couple pictures and videos at a couple shows that look crazy with a lot of people. You look amazing. Well, you get to take shots with a couple celebrities. You're faking the funk there. 
That's just how that is. Now you look like that. That's how that looks. But then people will follow you off the fact that they want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of. You know, people will follow. No one's going to be willing. Half the people aren't going to be willing to take the first step. Oh, I like him. Oh, no, you don't got no likes, though. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. That's how that is. But no. I guarantee you, a couple of people are like, yo, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. That's how an algorithm works. That's mm-hmm. hot, that's hot, that's hot. Now the system says, oh, it looks like that's getting hot. Let's push that. That's exactly how that works. And that's the same thing I do for myself. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. That's exactly how I started with the podcast. We were like, mm, mm. 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 Then I started getting bigger and bigger guests on, and people were like, oh, hmm. Right. I mean, <laughs> I started in my city, but my city is not always open open arms. Right, you of course. You kind of got to right. earn it. They're like Philly. <laughs> They're like the best and worst fans ever. <laughs> <laughs> they write when they win. Just, they write when they lose. Hey, they know it's what it is. I mean, you got to kind of like earn it. Earn it. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, you got something that they can't deny, and that's what it is. For me, I just outwork. You know, um, that's just that. <laughs> so why move out of Philly? Uh, me, I mean, why would I, why did I move out of the city? So to be honest, I ain't gonna say too much. Things were going weird with the radio station. Let's just say mm. that. But at the same time, Billy, Billy, shout out, shameless plug, U Street Media. Make sure you go like on all platforms: Facebook, Instagram. Um, the CEO had been scouting, so there was a whole situation that was playing out. Let me be honest, so. I got in the car to go do the show with uh, Savage Kate, and one day she's like, hey. At the time, it was TCP. Mm. So, boom. Yeah, these guys from Lancaster, they want to sign us. Nah. Why nah. not? Why not? Because I'm loyal to my people. Right, of course. I'm loyal to my people. I'm, so, I'm telling you, it's better. We're moving. This is my folk. I know. I'm like, okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give them three months. And then it's either they're gonna make, they're gonna make the way, or they're gonna break the deal. Our contract's running out. Mm-hmm. What do you wanna do? Well, needless to say, they went around, they're not paying attention. I'm paying attention. So it ran out, and they screwed me over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Billy is right there, like, I went live. Hey, yo, sign the papers. Yo, I'm part of TCP. I just jumped, I just made a major jump out of the comfort zone of my city. That's what it takes. Now I'm here. Trust me, I've been down here for a while. Trust me, it wasn't just open arms like, oh yeah. I mean, they show right. love. I like, I love Lancaster. You guys are different. Yeah, it is. It's different here. It's different. I mean, I always gonna love my town. Don't think I don't love my town. Oh, of course. But I love Lancaster too. And I mean, my whole network's here. You streets here. Comedy, the comedy here. Everything's here for me. So, I mean, and it's relatively open. Very clean. Very clean. Very clean here. Very. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, uh, it's all, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's also open arms almost. It's a very, it's very, if you're, if you're whack, you're still whack. I mean, if you're whack, you're whack. I mean, of course, that's, that's but, how it's going to be. Hey, but I mean, they'll give you a shot. Yeah. You know, they give you a shot. Let me see what's going on here. And I mean, that's at least what I see. I see more, um, hmm. More Let's see what you got here. You know? So I can respect that. Yeah, I respect that. So, what was it like uh, working your first uh, that first radio? What was what was all the stuff you were doing? What was the the goals? What was the plan? So it was um, it was like a startup ordeal here. So 
they were bringing on personalities, personalities that they seen from around. At the time, I was an engineer with a tag that happened to be in music videos who ran his mouth. Mm. Oh, you know, shorties with the ah, 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 you shouldn't do that, da, 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 get a couple jokes, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, this comedy thing wasn't a thing. You know, it wasn't a thing. I was just a guy who talked a lot of crap. <laughs> you know, I just <laughs> have no filter. I just say what I want, you know. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get the, I ruffle your feathers, you know. I like mm-hmm. the ruffle feathers. That's fun to me. Why not? So, overall, I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> just, I forgot what I was saying, actually. Uh, what was it like to do the first radio show? Oh yeah, the sort of radio show. It was hard because I didn't have a ghost. When I I didn't have a a guest or I didn't have anyone really. Just a monologue. So it was just like just going, just going, 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 going. This was before I have a career in sales too. So oh, wow. it was before I had all that. Before I had my insurance license, I just I wasn't a talk. I, I wasn't a professional speaker. I wasn't anything. I was just a guy who ran his mouth. So I just kind of figured it out. Do I want to sound like this guy? Do I want to sound like this guy? Ugh, that's the problem. I'm trying to sound like. I'm trying to emulate. I have to be me. Mm-hmm. And I realized that. So by halfway through the season, I started figuring out how to flow. I started bringing people on to, 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 to fill that void. But if I didn't have it, those shows were long because it's like, oh, I need someone to bounce off of. I need so much feathers to ruffle. Right. So I got that. The first one, to be honest, that I brought on for in the morning was like Boss Talk. Like the first season was an artist, just me. And I started, I moved out of the basement and I moved it into a local clothing shop in mm. the back. Crazy. Mind you, this stuff's all digital. Radio station didn't have a headquarters yet. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is crazy. So I'm just going with it. People are buzzing about it. So I'm just kind of going with it. I'm not mean like thousands couple hundred no right thought. of course and mind you this was like 25 views now we're moving into uh, you'd watch it progress like 50 100 200 350 450 mm-hmm. all right what am i gonna do to break the barrier we got one that's like a thousand 1.8 k oh now we're moving yeah now we're moving okay what are we gonna do all right so okay me is not me's not jumping in the deep end with me let's get her her own show where she can do her thing mm. and then bring in someone just off the street. that That's crazy. Meantime, I had did uh, another podcast with OTH. He's a, uh, an artist. This called, like, uh, Anything is Possible. Mm. And I met this girl called Keisha, named Keisha. We're going back and forth. Pop, pop, pop on the show. The flow was crazy. And then I happened to run into her in the bar one night. Mind you, I'm going through months. I have had about three, four different types of interviews with like eight to ten contestants coming in all different types of styles of people, which is not, it's not the fit. It's not what I'm looking for. Mm. I'm like, I am not going to find this. So I didn't have a second season for a while. I finally find it. Yo. You. Yeah, you're it. And, then, and it never was a, oh, I'm looking for her. I just ran into her one night. You're it. You're it. Come. So we just started, we did a show. It went stupid. It was like 56.5K. It went stupid. Wow. We're like, oh, this is, is it. There's the Mrs. Niche. Boom. So we started flowing with that. And then we moved, we transitioned that on over to TCP. She's part of her own thing. You know, she's doing the family life thing now, which left me without a show. Mm. Now, I'm be honest with 
kind of sitting on the sideline, but we can get into that. You see what I'm saying? How the transitions work. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a, especially in the entertainment industry, transition is the way of life. Yeah. It? Yeah. I got a question though. What was the boss talk mainly about? So what we got into and what I what I do best is um urban talk. It's more like urban boss talk. People used to interest it as like I was gonna get on there and talk to you about like stocks and bonds. Again, I'm still not an insurance agent yet. I'm the guy just working third shift at like Amazon. You know what I mean? Producing on the side still, you know, like things like that. Um, we just would talk about we wouldn't always get urban topics. We'd get relatable topics. Like you see something on the book that's like a question. Like I don't even I can't even think like it's a ratchet we'll ask a ratchet question. You know, like polygamy or not. Nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, just debate about it. Talk right, about it. Right. Could you? Yeah. Um, could you accept? Could you accept your son, son or daughter if they if were they free? Were if they were free, yeah, free spirited, yeah. Yeah. Um. So every single show was a different topic. Yeah, we just would come up with this and. Just go ham. Just and then the thing about it, sometimes the thing about it, those things would be the comments would sidetrack us. So mm. we get it, we get a subtopic out of it. You know what I mean? Um, also, learn the way the 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 way of the communicate and the way of the microphone uh, with censorship. <laughs> uh, trust me, I got chewed up on the internet before. Trust me, it's happens. Trust me, <laughs> I know no, about I, all that. <laughs> trial and error, like I said, and like yeah. trial and error, man. Like, trust me, I know. <laughs> it's one of the big things I'm worried about on this podcast is because it's all over the radio. It's over whatever censorship. Oh, well, no matter what, and then you have everything they can do wrong today. Of course, yeah. I mean, me personally, I think that. It's a lot of sensitivity. It mm. takes it away from like certain comedy too. Like, you know, the certain skits I have, they're like, oh, I don't know if you, oh, man, you're going to get it, man. <laughs> you're going to get it. And, they just, and sometimes, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't think I cross any lines. So, so tell me, what's, what's, uh, explain New Street Media for people who are, aren't, aren't aware. So, U Street Media, for clarity, used to be the culture professional. There's a two separate entity now. We changed our name due to conflict of interest, things of that nature. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You know, not getting a shameless plug. Um, U Street comes from, that was like the black like entertainment back in the day. So we changed it to that. It's a, It's a... We're a media company that hosts at this time two different podcasts, um, a TV like a show. We're working on a reality, uh, certain reality things like different skits. Uh, we do comedy shows, room of rhyme. So typically it goes like we have one coming up August fifth in York, PA, um, at the Parliament Theater. So that's going to be some of the uh, the best comics out of the tri-state area. Will be there, hosted by me, um, Hollywood Bonnie. She's also a personality as well. We'll be there live and direct. Um, we host those. We do them at Zotropolis Theory as well. I'm sure, you, downtown Link. That's what I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So boom. Cipher sounds. Right. We brought Cipher out. Um, shout out to him as well. 
He called, he called me. It looked like a school shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna forget that. And that's it's probably the worst. It's probably the worst thing I've ever been called by a comic. Yeah, that's crazy. You said you look like a school shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I was I was sat there right up front. And he said, "Look at this kid. He's like a school shooter looking." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, we had those types of vibes. Then it's Room and Rhyme, of course. So those are different types of uh, poetry events as well. Working on um, a lot of stuff there. That's what, it, that's what it comes down to. We're a whole media company. We do skits, reels, podcasts. Is it minority-focused? You know, it starts there, but that's not just, it's not just urban. It's global, mm. you know. Um, it's all welcoming. I mean, we're not... A lot of our shows aren't just urban. A lot of shows you see, like it's like eighty percent Caucasian. It's a mixed variety. Like mm. they're trying to bring it all together, but it starts there at home. Like for for the for our folks, of course. You know what I mean. But that's all a different thing. I, I'm for everyone. You know. Gotcha. So. Oh. so what separates you as a personality? As opposed to others, <laughs> uh, to be honest, I'm just me. I, I I think that me and the personality don't they're not two different people. I talked to the first lady, and she said, "You gotta separate the two. Mm. I'm just me. I've always I'm always like that. I want to shoot straight. I'm gonna shoot you straight. I might now hold my tongue a little bit, a little bit more than I did in like." two years ago when I first started, spill off, you know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I kind of watch it. But the thing I think is people are two different people. The thing is that the person that you speak to now is the same person you're going to get later. I'm, I'm me. I think that's that's what separates me. I'm me on and off the camera. So if you mess with me on the camera, I'm the same guy. No matter if you see me in the Mama Keen skit outfit, you see me in the jailhouse, that's me. That's just me being a piece of me to you in this certain predicament. You know, I really don't turn it off much. It's there's no turning it off. It's me. I am Jess Kansy. I'm Jess Kans. There it is. So how do you create skits in your mind? How do you uh create jokes? What what's the process behind that? So to be honest with you, just to say, I mean I started because I'd seen people like Ken Stars out of New York, starring Sarah, Mr. Commodore, making these funny videos. This is years ago, like 2016, 15, when Vine and people started coming out, Desi Banks, and these guys when they were like starting off, like uh, King Bosch, you know, these guys were on Vine, man. Broke my (laughs) regular me and you. Like, that's how it is. And I was like, ah. I can do that. I can do that, but I never put it in. I never, wait, yo. So I, I never, um, <laughs> so I never, you know, put 100% into it. Mm-hmm. I just started getting into it. I tried a couple. They did a couple good numbers. And then now it's like, I'm into it. You know, mm. I'm, now I'm in TikTok. Started making TikToks. Yeah. The funny story. That's how it started. That's how I started, really. When it, like I started going into this, it was TikTok. I had I got COVID. I got COVID the first time, so I'm stuck in the house. Right. I've watched everything on Netflix, everything. Right. Meanwhile, <laughs> right. I'm I'm signed with TCP, but I'm not doing any shows. 
There's no comedy events or anything. So Nothing. I'm just sitting on the sideline doing back-end production with the potential to put together a show. Mm. But I'm just sitting on the sidelines. You know, just whatever. So I started making TikToks. Let me try this. Everybody loves this TikTok thing, right? Right, right. Try this. Overnight, 2,000. 2,000 plays. Oh, okay. Let me do another one. Is this everybody? I'm looking at other people. See, like, no. Hey, mind you, I had like 500. I'm getting followers. Right. Boom. Do it again. Boom. Do it again. So now it's a thing. And let me throw these on Facebook, see what happens. People are loving this stuff. Okay. I've tried again. You know, right, just finding yeah. your niche, finding your niche, finding your niche. Next thing you know, now I was like, oh, they are expecting me to do this. So I'm mm. like, all right, now I'm going to be the guy. You know, I guess I'm going to be the guy who does these guys. So now it's just, I used to think so hard, like, what can I do that's funny? You know, what can I do that's funny and put it together like a King Bosch reel or, you know, I didn't have that. Some of these songs were drawn out, stretched out. I brought another guy in. We're doing a couple. We're hit and miss. It is what it is. I just started figuring out algorithm people. Quick. Quick. Like, however you can just make your own custom niche. These are quick. My girl can take a shower and I'll be done. Like that. That's really? how Yeah, now. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. Like, done. Uh, done. That's all you think. You guys think, man, I got short and long drinks. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think too much anymore. I just live off experience. These are like my life experiences. Mm. All of them. I just find a niche and put them out. That's it. What do you think is your favorite one so far? That I've ever done? Yeah. Um, Probably the broke broke rappers in the studio. I think that was the funnest and um, the most natural one I think that we've ever put together. Overall, it's done crazy numbers too. It's done like 13K on TikTok and then some other numbers somewhere else and stuff like that. I think that's probably the funnest one I've put together so far. Why do you think that? Um, the way we put it together was crazy. So I don't know if you ever heard the song Rags to Riches. It rings a bell. Rags to Riches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rags yeah, yeah. So I'm in the bar with my boy after work one day. So we're in this dirty bar, bro. <laughs> this bar is not it. So, but we're, you, know, you know, the drinks are cheap. So whatever. So we're in there. So he, the song comes on. So I turn rag to riches. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, raggedy, raggedy. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I want to do a parody to this. Nah. Yeah, I want to do a parody to this. Long story short, I call in my videographer and one of my closest friends, Jalo. Uh, ask Lil on Instagram or TikTok. I could definitely shameless plug. Um, I'm like, yo, I want to do this rags of riches. I'm telling him, we got to put the verses together. Now, this is fun. So he's a rapper rapper. Like, he's probably one of the most hands-down talented rappers you're going to ever, like, come across that's not signed. You know, like, right, this right, guy right. can put it together. Trust me. He'd be like, wow, I never would have thought of that metaphor. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. So... When we're sitting there, first he starts putting together words. You know how they. I'm like, nah, it's too, it's too much. It's supposed to be funny. So I go out into the kitchen, you know, smoking. I'm like, ah, okay. And then we just come back, and I'm like, yeah, this raggedy bonehead project with the food stance on. Let me put dad in prison a little bit. Buzz for me, like, but he's like, what? I'm like, yo, that's it. That's it. 
That's it. So we put it together, which made it fun and natural is that I didn't tell him how we're going to do it. He's like, how are we going to do it? Mm. So that's what we did. I said, put your phone like this. And you're the mic. He's like, so just whatever I say, go with it. All the way to the mic. And then we'll stop and ravine. He's like, all right. Come in. All right, y'all. Yeah, yeah. He just went with it. It just was perfect. Boom, boom, boom. He, what I swung, he had a hit. You know, he had a hit back. It just went perfect. First improv. take. Yeah, improv. Wow. It was the perfect improv. But I've been friends with the guy for dang near 10 years. So I know exactly, right, exactly. how what you're going to say naturally. Yep. I'm banking on you playing today. You know, I'm banking on you being you today. This playoff and it's going to play perfect. And people are like, this is gold. It's gold. I don't think I can do like parody for parody for parody for every song. But that's oh. the that was the one. <laughs> and when you get an idea that's good, yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's the thing. People sit on lifetime of ideas. Mm. Lifetime of ideas. Like, oh. I hear it every day. I hear it every day. I wish when I, I, I wish I would have. Uh, man, I, whenever when I, I get this, whenever yeah. I get this to do this, right. I don't hear that. I just did a thing that they got going on Facebook the other day. Like, I just posted it down what, what people are like in downtown Reading at 8 o'clock in the morning. I just thought of this idea. Like, yeah, you know, the itchy itchies. At downtown, that's what downtown Reading's like at 8 in the morning. I just post it. Boom, what happens? Goes gold. I'm, I just see what happens. I don't, I'm not the guy that posts and then sits there and watches it. Watches the numbers? Watch the number. Watch the number. Rise. I go about my day. Yeah, I go about my day. You know what I mean? Surprise me when I come checking the news. Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised like, oh, oh, okay. That's it. But out of everything, this is that's this is the most fun, and Instagram pays me, so I, I can't be really. Yeah, so yeah, I get paid for that. How for does that real happening? <sighs> is it like ads or no, no? I get paid for my Instagram reels. I'll show you. Like, really? Yeah. So, all right. So I thought it was scam. I'm not gonna lie. So I would too. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so. We've done a couple shows, but I'm doing skits on the regular, you know, right. at least, least two a day. But I'm posting them TikTok, Facebook. I'm just going crazy, which I've stopped doing so much. It's kind of like the interim goes to Facebook and then TikTok. If I don't post it from TikTok, it's I just do it in whatever order I want to. I'll be honest with you. So I go to my email. They're like... And then Instagram, you're eligible for monetization or whatever. Sure, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Check this email. Boom. Go to my page. It sends me to my page. Boop. I'm like, well, they're getting good. These <laughs> cameras are <laughs> they're good. good. Yeah. yeah, oh, my God. This is how people mess up your Instagram. So I'm going through it. Check it, I check it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Whatever, you're eligible. Apply. Boom, I apply. Comes back, you're eligible. Bing, this is what you can do. So we'll pay you per play for 30 for per play from the date starts from here. You got 30 days. So every whatever you do, you're in there. We pay you per play. Wow. So I'm like, okay. So I did it a couple times. And I'm like, oh, okay, it works. <laughs> now it's it, so this works. And then, you know, now we're here. I'm like, oh, okay. You watch how you watch. You can make a couple hundred dollars. Like, 
Really? Them. Yeah. Like it's it, good. They just, yeah, I just got a deposit from them. So it was like, oh, okay. It makes it worth the while when you get a little winning in you. Right. Get a little winning. Like, it changes. Like, I tell people that all the time. Like, it didn't happen overnight. No. I didn't just get handed anything. I'm nowhere where I want to be. Mm. But I've I've found my niche. You know what I mean? I found my niche. Yeah, I've been an engineer. Yeah, I've been a rapper. I'm a live host. I'm a podcast host. That's what I do. It's literally what I do. I I for a living I'm in sales, you know. I'm this is really my living though, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just what it is. I mean, you don't I hear people's excuse, but I don't hear their excuse. You know what I mean? It's kinda like you gotta go for what you want. I just stay consistent. I don't ever stop. Right. I don't I don't see vacations the way I'm supposed to. I don't I'm not where I wanna be. I'm not there yet. You're always pushing. Yeah. I'm always pushing. I was sitting with folk earlier, and I'm like, what do I want to do? I'm sitting with my folk. You know, everybody's going through their thing. What do I do? What do I do? What do you do? I keep going. Mm. Girls look at me like I was crazy. Girls look at me like I was crazy. Listen, no one's going to blame you. No one's going to blame me if you took the day. No one's going to. Find it. No one's going to judge you. I'm judging me. Right. I'm judging me. Same, that same man's the man I was denying and said I was going to make it. I'm going to make it. That's just it. I want you to look at me like this crazy because when I'm driving in my Rolls Royce, my mom's living in the house on the hill. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. I just right. know what it takes. I, <laughs> do you got what it takes? People want the championship game, but you don't want... Look at Steph Curry. Do you, do you ever see his drills? What do you think this is? Right. Do you think people just hand it this stuff? No. Do you think I'm the only one making skits? Heck no. So how, how did, what I got to do? How did Dave Chappelle get a start? Exactly. Grind. Right? Grind. Real grind. Real grind. Not the when the lights are on once a week. Now the lights are on. Now I feel like I should be. Ooh, the start's on. You can't even do it unless your mom is there. You can't even say your family to your to your family there. Just watch. Ooh, now we can start. No, no, no. That's not. That's not gonna get you there, buddy. That's not going to get you to the championship game. Mm-mm. After the game, do you still run drills? When you go home, do you study film? When you go home, do you critique your craft? Do you go home? Do you, you not just you person? Do you watch yourself? Yeah. I messed up at Safe. I messed up at Safe. My my folk will tell you I beat myself up for weeks about that. Mm. For weeks I be I beat myself up about that. Like, like I have to be better. I'm a vet. I'm a vet. Like I expect greatness from myself. Mm. You're like you're crazy. You're crazy. I want you to think I'm crazy. I want you to think I'm the craziest man in the world. The craziest people usually are the ones that leave a legacy that's unmarked. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking I'm behind the ball. I'm behind the ball. I don't go hard enough. I get frustrated. Cause I don't even know like where to put more energy. You know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think like that. Like I'm I'm crazy. <laughs> well, I think most people get burnout. Exactly. I was talking to Billy Billy early. He's like, yeah, listen. Cool, man. You got it. I'm like, no, we do not deviate from the plan. We do not. It's going to set me back. I do with everything else when I do with it, but I got something to do. 
I got some, we we have something to do. You know I mean, no, I got you. And especially because if you don't, what's gonna happen? You're gonna sit down, you're gonna think, and then it's you're gonna get into a spiral. I'm not the guy that's gonna want to sit back at forty and say, "Oh, let's sit back at 50, 60, Oh, I wish I would have. Only if, if that didn't happen. Oh, I took that day off. Oh, I want you to be my opposition, and then when that when that trial comes to you, you take that day off. You take that day off. Do it. No one's gonna judge you. No one's judging you. That I'm now a hundred steps ahead of you. Right. Because I was walking the whole day. I was up at 4 a.m. walking, running, getting to it, grinding, and you were still sitting there. I'm still getting to it. It sounds sick. I know. I hear it. I can hear it right now. I hear it. Oh, sick. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just the truth. It's, if you want anything out of life, you want a promotion, you're going to have to outwork your coworkers. Yeah. You want great things in life? You think you're just going to go to work? Nine to five, clock out, go home, kiss your little dog. Kiss your little dog, tell your wife you love her, sit down at dinner, watch watch Jeopardy, go to sleep, wake up again, wake up late on the weekends, mm. drink beer, waste time. And you think you're going to freaking get it? Right. <laughs> think You think that's going to come to your lap? You, you want the new Ferrari, but you don't want the, you don't want the, you don't want to put in the work. I'm putting in the work. And the sacrifices. This kills me. I have a whole seven-year-old. I have a seven-year-old. I see my son. I feel like, oh, God, I see him enough. Drive him crazy. Now I have to super make sure this pays off. Can't do all this and then flop. On my That's flopping on my kid, too. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> he was with me the one day he had to run with me the whole day. It was recent. This is not right. We're not done working yet. This is not right. That's what he's like? It's not right. He's like, this is not right, man. He's like, this is long. Ah, This is crazy. We've been up for a long time. Don't stop. Yeah, but you're going to see it. You're going to see it, you know? So. No, I'm with you. Because music is the same thing. If you don't practice every single day. Exactly. You ain't going to get better. Exactly. You seen that one movie with the drummer? I forget what he said. He said, listen, he told his girl I have to break it off clean now because, listen, I just want to be the best drummer. I mean, overall, you're going to start resenting me for on time. You're going to want me to spend more time. And uh, I'm just focused on one thing right now. And that's I'm focused on just that. I'm creating content. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get to put on the best shows I can. I'm, I'm trying to network. I want to expand. I'm in New York, I'm trying to take this whole tri-state. I'm trying. I'm not want us to be the best media company. I want to be the best content creator. I know I'm the best content creator in my city, and I know I'm probably gonna get some lash for that. I don't care. I'm the best. I'm the best. It's just what it is. I'm I'm gonna be the best. Moving forward. In other areas, I'm the best there. I'm going to be the best in Link. I'm going to be the best. I have to be the best because I have to win. It sounds crazy, but I don't, I don't care. That's the mindset you got to have. Yeah. Every time I put the camera on, I'm the best. Every time I step in, I'm the best. I'm stepping on stage, I'm the best. I'm the best host. Yeah, I messed up. I'm still the best. I'm better than you. I, I have to be. 
And if I see in my heart that I feel as if you're better than me, I'm learning what you do that I can play. Next time you see me one-on-one, I'm better than you. I have to win. It's just that's the mentality you have to have. Mamba mentality, RIP. Mm-hmm. Like, I get up at like 5.30 every morning and I'm watching videos. I'm watching those videos. Not scared, so I'm watching like those, those videos. You need to hear that. If you don't do that, try it. Try it. What time you get up in the morning? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, usually 8 o'clock. <sighs> I know. You know what time most radio hosts are at the AM shows? They're up at like 4 a.m. Up 4 or 5 in the morning. They're up. They're getting to it. They're getting to the news. They're getting to what's up. Mm. They're getting to it. Got to get to it. You see how much more you get in your day. Oh, I don't doubt it. You'll see. You'll see. I'm telling you. How long do you stay up? I'm up all day. I'm up at 5, at least 4 or 5 in the morning. I'm up. I'm when do you work. go to bed, though? I go to bed at like 1 in the morning. 12, 1 in the morning. Then I'm up again at like 4 or 5 in the morning. I'm on it. I'm like an addict. I'm, I want it like an addict, Corey. Mm. You're not out working me. <laughs> it's no, just, no. I, <laughs> it's not happening. What? You got what? Corey got up at what? What? 3 a.m. I'm up at 2.30. <laughs> I'm up at 2.30. Getting it. I'm pulling 48 hours straight. Exactly. We worked in the same office, and I knew you came in at 8 o'clock. I'm coming in at 7 o'clock. Coming in at 7. Why? Because I'm ahead of the game. Because I got to be ahead. Got to win like that. You got to be like a hunter. Mm. Like, and that's how it is. Once I got my niche with it, I realized that. I was like, all right, this is it. This is it. Okay. As it was engineering. I had to be the best in engineering. That's why I threw a tag on my stuff so people knew. That's me. I did like the first 50 sessions for everybody for free, Corey. I was like, yeah, free. Come on, come on, come, come. Yeah, me. Come to me. Come to me. Yeah. You're so much viral. 25 an hour. <laughs> 50 a mix. Now we got a flow. Mm. Now we got a flow. Now people know who I am. Ooh. Mm. And it all came down to just someone going ghost. Frank went ghost. He called in, like Tom Brady called in the backup quarterback. Intern producer. Hey, you know how to work them boards, boy? Yes, sir, I do. You're up. And I never look back. No, that's something I've I've learned a lot in the music industry. If someone asks you, can you do something, it's yes. Yep. If you don't, I'm going to learn. You learn. I'm going to learn right there on the spot. Right? Right there on the spot. I never hosted comedy. I hosted rap shows. Mm. I was a rap show host. Should we wear those shoes? <laughs> Quick little niches in the crowd. <sighs> got a shot. It was like, yo, I'm doing this TCP last, man. We did the other one. I'm missing something. Mm. I'm throwing you in the ring. Throw you in. See what's up. Okay. I'm like, I never did this before. I'm Blew the roof off. Sold out. I'm like, right. oh, yeah, this is it. People like you, still. This is a good. It's a good bounce off. Like, yeah, I love working with Bonnie. So... That's where we're at with that. I mean, what is the difference between hosting a rap show and a comedy show? So, when you have comics, you don't want to be. You're not the. You're not the comedian. I'm right. a skit comic. I do funny niches. I'm not a stand-up comic. You know, I never did stand-up. I host stand-up. 
So it's kind of like introduction. It's kind of more, to me, it's like laid back. You have a little funny niches, but you get the next person on stage to keep the show rolling. Rap shows, rap shows are a lot more hectic. I can imagine. And they're hectic. Rappers are complaining. Rappers look at your host like he's the guy, the promoter. Really? Yeah, people who are, like, it's crazy, like. <laughs> Rappers are like, nah, man, why you got me going number four, man? Nah, man, he ain't my folk ain't even there yet. You, you know, whole time, folks like three people. It's like his mom, his sister, and his like other baby mom. Anyway, so <laughs> you know how it goes. I call no, it. I, I call you. it. I call a spade a spade, man. No, I don't, no, I don't I care. No, I whole time, so you're waiting for your mom's room. So she can like put this on your like birthday cake or something. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, like, on the fridge. Yeah, yeah. So like, what's up, like? And, you know, rappers, their egos, they get crazy. The show sometimes isn't organized. Their music half the time isn't right. That's the that's crazy. It gets nuts. People, and then rap shows, local rap shows, regardless if you have a celeb there or not, especially if you don't have that 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 spine right there, that brick wall to hold it. And you're like, all right, so Jim's coming out. All right, so Gilly's coming out or PMB's coming out, whoever. Local shows, you have to keep the crowd's attention. So you have to be on it every time. Just imagine having a horrible flop right before. So like, this song is trash. Mm. This performance horrible. They're like, yeah. horrible. We've all been there. I know, cause I see you You do a lot of local, like, walk, doing things like that and, you know, going to different shows. So I know you've seen a couple flop acts before. Yes. Of course. Yeah, so imagine coming on after that. They're like, I'm about to go home. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a dub. Like, you know, like, you know what that is. Three more hours of this? Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> imagine, you know, how you got to draw them back in. You constantly have to draw them back in. I had a flop show uh, last, last year or earlier this year. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. It was so bad. And like, it, it was probably like 14 people there. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. So I just, people were upset. Rappers were upset. So I just flamed the promoter. Just started just talking jokes, cracking jokes. That's the only way people are going to feel better. Right. If they, they want to beat up on him. So how about I just jokingly beat up on you and then you know, they feel better, you know? Right. Just make sure you have their money. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you paid me, but. <laughs> It was so bad that I was like, oh, man, he paid me, man. I have to stay down. I'm about to give him his money back. <laughs> I'm about to give him wow. your money back. I'm going, man. This is crazy. But it happens. You got to punches. Comedy shows, they're more of you got to be on point. And you got to be ready for hecklers, too. You know? Oh, yeah? You, know, you got to be ready. You, gotta, you just got to be on point. How do you deal with hecklers? By being me. <laughs> like, I will don't think I won't stop and... Heckle you back. I have a I have a video on Instagram that did like four point five million. The troll comments on that is crazy. Trust me, it was crazy. And that's with like my girl. So we did this crazy video. So it was like, oh, those two dudes is that like crazy disrespect? Like crazy. You gotta. I told Billy and like I told Bonnie. We was in a meeting and I was like, you gotta be ready for that. I was like, that was a test for me. I think like. People are going to troll. People are going to say what they want to say. Yeah. But you commented. You took the time out of your day to comment. I thank you. I appreciate you. Right. I appreciate you. 
I appreciate you for that comment, throwing me more into the algorithm so more people can comment, so more people can follow, so I can get more hate, so I can get more love. Exactly. That doesn't matter to me. I was like, at first, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't like that at first. I was like, said it by my girl. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, I got blocked for like three days. Yeah, so I got got flagged by Instagram. The first time, I was like, yeah, you uh, beep, 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 beep. I was going off on this guy. I'm like, yeah, you talking about my girl. What you talking about? Block me. I'm like, all right. I got blocked up on Instagram, so I'm like, all right, I gotta chill out. Now you can't. Then the comments started growing. It's probably like five, six hundred comments. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, like, I'm like, I can't comment on every single one. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's, this is what it is. I'm like, you know, this, this is what you want, right? This yeah. is this is test one. So imagine this every post. You know, every post you get, you just start going crazy. It's not gonna work like that for you too long. No. So it's just wasting time. Yeah, yeah. After a while, you're like, all right, let's just get it's in. Like, just whatever. Have jokes. Yeah, all right, you got it. That was a good joke. You know, that's what it is. Right. I don't. I don't even know you. I don't care. Exactly. It's stuff to get a stuff to get a uh, gross skin over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it came down to at first. I was like, tight. I was mad. Then I just realized, like, ah, who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, what you mad about? This is what you wanted, right? Right, right. Yeah, you can't expect everyone to be like, this is an awesome video, so yeah. funny. Some people are like, this is crazy. Yeah, this is what the world's come down to. Like, they take, some people take the internet very serious. Oh, yeah, dude, the internet, you should never take the internet seriously. Yeah, like, all. we're like, yo, this is crazy. Like, this is just a quick joke, you know? It wasn't that serious, but. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you cho- also, you chose to watch the Oh, man, yo, yeah. Like, though, serious, like, I was like, this is crazy. Um, whatever. I'm just here to have fun. Yeah, now it's just started to be here for the comments. I'm like, this is funny. <laughs> this is great. I'm here. Thank you for the 4.5 million, though. <laughs> Thanks for adding. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, see you next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I got some more stuff on the page if you want to go ahead and comment on that. Too. Right, right. I'm if here. you want to hate on this, here, here's, hey, this here's more. Here's more. I have 300 plus videos you can go ahead and just hate comment more. on and hate on. <laughs> So what what are some of the fav- uh, your favorite artists or comics to work with? Um, so Josh Duway, Josh Duway, dude, is he awesome. is hilarious. Josh Duway is one of the most. That's my guy, dude. I <laughs> love Josh Duway. Josh, Josh is my guy. Um, Eddie Daniels is my guy as well. Um, C.J. Brown, um, different. Um, uh, Cipher, he was welcoming as heck. Uh, to be honest Facebook with you, awesome. especially with his transition, his transition from music to comedy is similar to mine. You know, it's like, all right, just thrown into it. You know, I watch his stuff too. Like, all right, all right, I learn, you know. So mm-hmm. those guys are probably, the, Josh is doing his thing. I mean, I watch. Those are my guys still. Like I said, like Eddie, Josh, um, and uh, Leah, the kind of, the comedian, she's gonna be in York. Eddie Daniels, he'll be in York with me the fifth, which is Friday. So this Friday, yeah, this Friday coming up. Oh, so shit, it's already August. Yeah, I know it's August fifth at the Parliament Theater. We're gonna be there. Uh, my my guy R and B sensation uh, Modern J is gonna be there with us. We're gonna be there turning the roof down. Me and Bonnie. Uh, most of the comments I named, they're gonna be at that show as well. So those are probably my favorite people. Josh is my number one on that list, though. I ain't gonna hold. <laughs> That's my guy. I love the way Josh delivers. He's such a da- deadpan comic. Yeah. Very much says the most ridiculous things when in the most chilled way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Very oh, that's how, I, that's how I, I know him as a comic. Yeah, that's my guy. I respect him. So, here's a question. How do you invest in yourself? So, a lot of the investment comes between the media and then, but I come out of my own pocket, mm. which I had to work for that too. And people don't realize that back end, like, oh, you work a lot. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> yo. That was like, um, yeah, so how? Comes out of my pocket. I mean, I make about 96K a year. So Dang. a lot of that goes into pushing different things, whatever the equipment is overall push. I do a lot of leg work, though. Mm. I don't like taking it cheap way. Like, we're not buying views. We're not, you know what I mean? We're not. Right, of course, yeah. If I add something, like, I'm adding it for, like, a push for a show. We're going to be able to push. I want you to push here so this can push here. More or content. whatever. Exactly. And we're going to, yeah, the marketing strategy overall. That's the way we can overall win in the long run. It's yeah. the same way with insurance. Like, we might not hit here, but I want to do a lot of legwork so it moves in the long run. You know what I mean? So that's overall how I do it. Nothing too special. So a lot of legwork. Oh, I don't doubt it. So what are some future projects you're excited for? So... <sighs> I'm excited for August 5th, of course. Like yeah. I said, the Parliament's coming up there. Um, we also got She Got Jokes in October. Uh, no, I'm sorry, September. Right after that, it's an all-female uh, event that's coming up. I will be not hosting that. I will be watching that. <laughs> um, I got a show that's coming out. I want to be honest here. I got a show that's coming out. I'm not going to say too much. Mm. All right, but we're working on... Um, some crazy, crazy graphics for that. Just get that taken care of. So it's going to kind of be like a spinoff from my reels. We're going to put it into a TV form. We're going to make that happen. Um, providing another show on the network, of course. So it'll be on site, say less, Queen's Table, and then your guy. That's going to be done relatively shortly. <laughs> so those are my biggest things. My own show, get my own show back. God, I need that. I need mm. that. I need that. I need to have that back. So here's a question. <clears throat> Being black, how has that affected you in any positive or negative way? You know, no, what? No, I'm just no, yeah. <laughs> no it's funny because I just had this conversation with like a family of like a family member, like about, you know, um, oppression or being black. It's a good question because in my head, in reality, we're in 2022. Right. It's something that's it's normalized. I know. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. It's normalized. It's just what it is. I don't find that as an excuse. Mm. I don't. And they're like, oh, you had. No, I don't want to hear it. I've come from. I've been so broke that I've slept in my car. I've been so broke that I've been in the middle of winter sleeping on a bench. I have didn't come up in joyous house, loving parents. I, I've had my own things. You know what I mean? That's a whole different discussion. I think that should make you go harder. I don't care what color you are. I'm going to outwork you. Oh, your dad has a million dollars? You got this set up? Cool. That means I'm going to go 50 times harder. That way, I why I have less, I'm still whooping that behind. Yeah. I'm still whooping you. I don't care. What? Oh, you want to 
He's this. He's this. I'm going to win. <laughs> That's how that is. I and people are like, oh yeah, but what? In all reality, you're gonna get held down. Of course, of course. I hear it. I hear it every day. I hear it every day. Sad story. Oh, another man. I hear it. A lot of people use that as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can never get here because I'm. Your favorite athlete is making millions of dollars. Most likely, he looks like me. Your favorite artist in the world, regardless of what you like, one of them probably has skin like me. Those guys that you think are all tech, you think they all look like you back there? No, there's a guy that looks like me. Because there's a guy that made it happen, regardless of his color. I don't want to hear that in 2022. Oh, I messed up, man, because my mom, my grandma was on Section 8, man. I'll never be nothing. That's what you choose. It's not because you're, you're a color. Because mm. you're choosing to allow that. I hear people all the time on the phone. I'm, I'm happy. I've been at Dollar Tree 25 years. What the beep? What? What? You're happy with that? That's cool. It's cool because it's cool ordinary people. That's fine. Yeah. Everybody has to do the job. Everybody has to do something. That's fine. That's not me judging them. That's not. But the settling of thinking, that drives me insane. Mm. That drives me insane. Not to want more for it. You know, like, oh. I don't hear that. Like, you know, how does that? I don't care about that. I get who I am. I know it. I get it. I'm looked at a certain way. Like, come on, bro. Right. Come on, man. Come on, man. You see me, man. I'm six foot with dreads and massive tattoos. Come on. Come on. I don't care. I'm still going to outwork you. Smart. If you're smarter than me, I'm going to get smart. You read two books today? I guess I have to wear three. Or five. <laughs> I guess I got to do six. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. No, I'm, I'm with you there. That's just Push. it. And, and, and the, people get defeated when they hear... You know, things like that. That's not me. That's, that should drive me. Especially if someone says I can't do something. Now I have to do it. Mm. You can't never beat me. But <laughs> what? Bet you can't do a backflip. Yeah, I'm too old for that, though. <laughs> See there, that's smart. You got to choose your words, you know what I mean? Yeah, but <laughs> back in the day, yeah. Now I got to <laughs> think about my stock and my worth. Got to think about my worth. If you pay me, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Right, well, we're going to wrap up a little bit, so i got a few final questions for you. That's cool. What are some of the biggest mistakes that maybe you have made or you've seen other people make? Um, the biggest mistake I think I've ever made is treating my my, my whole system like a side hustle. Mm. People look at your business like a side hustle, then, and I, I mean that. Like That's probably overall the biggest mistake I've made, which cost me time. Lack of consistency has also cost me a lot of time. Those are probably the two biggest things. So what is one thing that you want, at the end of your life, that you want to say that you did? Left a legacy. Left a legacy. There you go. That's that's the ultimate goal. That's what it has to be. And then last question. What's one of the funniest things that's ever happened on a show? Or worst things that have ever happened on the show? Um, so, worst things ever happened. Two worst things. When I was on 610, the landlord came for the rent, and 
Like he was on air, like, yeah, hey, you've been talking to me for like two months. Yo, yo. On air, like it's crazy. We're live on air. Like it's like he walked in right here, like, yo, where's the money? Yo, <laughs> like, <"Ooh>. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you didn't talk to the owner, bro? He's like, yeah, shut yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably the second craziest thing that I think I ever did was when I went to do the sponsor, like I was like, yeah, I had the whole day was crazy. That whole day for Scythe was crazy. I had left my shoes for the show at home. I live in Reading. So oh. I had to go all the way back. Like, my beaver got some burn that day. That was crazy. And then I back, I was all messed up. Like that that whole night, I was like, I'm messed up. So I'm looking at the promo, I'm like, oh. So I'm thinking we used to do this, the realtors, and then there was home health care. I'm thinking that was the realtors. So I'm like, yeah, I do this whole thing. Now I'm thinking two minutes before. That's how I just skips. Like I think I about the that, yeah. boom. Here we go. She's like, I'm like, no. She's like, yo, that's the wrong drone. I'm like, no, son. Took the wind right out of my sails. Like, crazy. That was probably the two craziest things that I'll never forget. Like, I remember that one. People were trolling <laughs> us on the on the live when they do walk things like, use need to pay your bills. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. Those are the two most embarrassing and like craziest things that I think I've ever been into. Yeah, but that does build you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That that can never happen again. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah. Now you know the one. Some of the worst things that I've ever done was I forgot to tell the person that. Oh yeah, by the way, this is at uh, not. This is in person. Oh. Not on the phone. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, and I was like. <laughs> He, so he called you at this time, like yo. <laughs> well, he he uh, texted me before. So what are we doing? Are we doing a Zoom call? I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot. Yeah, God. dang, that's crazy. Yeah, but thankfully it all worked out anyway, uh, in person, all that jazz. But still, <laughs> that is embarrassing. It, it's so embarrassing, especially if if since I've been. But you're getting there early though, so yeah, yeah. I'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. At least I wasn't. This Trust me, you you're doing this. I wasn't I wasn't here in a couple months. Trust me, I was like I had like one of these mics. Like yeah, bro, we're gonna go ahead and you know we're gonna share this mic. I was using my uh, studio mic, mm. like and I was bringing it down. Still had the uh, chaotic eyeball on it and everything. It was it was crazy, man. So trust me, I was trying to make it work however I had to. No, I'm. Uh, it's one thing I must say. I'm really happy to have have this at my disposal. This yeah, is I wish. Incredible. Yeah, I know. I I'm. I'm really blessed to have this. Yeah, so what you gonna do with it? That's that's the question. Nah, it's no gonna question. build. Yeah, that's what, that's the right answer right there. That's gonna the right build, answer. Gonna keep going. Gonna push it bigger. Gonna get more guests. Gonna get more people. Exactly. Gonna build this community. Exactly. Gonna start doing events. Gonna start exactly. getting people out there. Perfect. That's exactly what you need to say. Exactly what you need to do now if you're gonna do it. So I don't want to hear no. Six months, you stop doing it. You got to keep doing it. Just keep going. Just keep going. That's, I got a plan for to keep going. That's all I'm going to do is keep going. Well, with all that said, oh, you can find Jess where? You can definitely find me on IG at Jess Can's Comedy. That's C-A-N-N-Z Comedy. Yeah, yeah, Jess Can's Comedy. You can find me at U Street Media. TikTok, Jess Canzy. Facebook, Jesse Cannon. 
I have a fans page, Just Kenzie. Just type in Just Kenzie, and you'll find me. Just Ken Drills. I'm there. You can find me. I'm pretty easy to find. So Check out their event, August 5th. Exactly. So before I go, I'm going to go ahead and plug up. As you know, August 5th, York, Pennsylvania. We're out there. Hollywood Bonnie, Just Kenzie. One more time, U Street Media. You already know U Street rocks the world. We're bringing like five of the top comedians in the area. Uh, Leah Comedy, Eddie, Eddie Daniels, C.J. Brown. Um, I know I'm going to miss a couple, and I do apologize for you guys, but we out there. You can go to parliament.org, buy your tickets, you know, get them fast. They're going fast. They're almost sold out, so we're looking for a crazy event. Um, Mr. R&B Soul, my guy, Modern J, is going to be in the building. He's already going to tune up uh, tune up the ones and twos for you guys. As you know, grab your lady, grab your chick, because this guy be singing. This guy be blowing, <laughs> blowing down. Hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, I'm about to work a double shift. I'm about to head over to U Street now. Say less is coming on. Uh, you'll see some promo mm. for us dropping that in a little bit there. Other than that, Corey, my guy. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, man. With all that said, if you liked uh this episode and you support want to support what I do, please be sure to like, subscribe, share with your friends. If you uh you can follow us, just search up anywhere the story. Corey Rosen, you'll find me anywhere, anywhere you look, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. If you want to keep up to date with all the guests and events, please check out our Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash the story Corey Rosen. Tomorrow, we have another guest. We will be having Jen Jen Felty is an awesome friend friend from the past. She runs a... uh, what is it called? A theater company. That's what they're called. Okay. Theater company, Red Accordion, Red Accordion Studios. And I'm really excited to hear what it's like to run a theater company. No, that's crazy. Yeah. With all that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, deuces.